0: Thanks for tuning into the Realtor Moms podcast. We are Tasha and Jamie, full-time realtors and admittedly average moms. This is how we sell homes and try to
1: keep our kids alive. Hello and thanks for tuning into the Realtor Moms podcast. Today we are talking about how to lose a deal. How to lose (laughs) the house. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> the one you've spent all this time fa- looking for a house or, or all this time getting your house ready to sell. And, and what you is have the, this opportunity? And what is the one thing or the many things that could make this deal yeah. fall apart? Right. And, <laughs> and we realize this is a little counterintuitive. Like nobody wants to lose a deal, but sometimes you have to learn what not to do to learn what to do. Yeah, exactly. So um, take it away, Tasha. What, what's one of the first ways that somebody can lose a house, lose the deal?
0: Well, I'm I'm just gonna start off with if when it comes time to making an offer on a home, if you think I know where you're going with this a low ball offer. (laughs) Yeah. You let's take a look at that two hundred and fifty thousand dollar home and let's say you want to make an offer of a hundred and fifty thousand. Or even two you know, two hundred thousand. Yeah. You know, we're not you know, uh, in the Midwest here, in, in North Dakota, Minnesota... Or even in Fargo-Moorhead specifically. In Fargo-Moorhead specifically. is a little bit different, but... Uh, but I find that it's not as a competitive... It's not as competitively... Um, Placed for that negotiation tactics. We don't see things like True. you do on HGTV. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> if you're thinking, oh, I'm gonna offer $50,000 below asking, that may, mm-hmm. that's not generally gonna work here because we are more
1: conservative in pricing. Yeah. So we actually but, do yeah. statistics and we see, we get these reports from our marketing team and, and our RMLS teams and they tell us that the average sale price is somewhere around like 95 to 97 or even 98% of list price is what sellers are actually accepting. So, and and that's not a hard and fast, always, always rule, but it's a general rule of thumb. So, so if you spend all this time trying to find just the perfect house. And then at the last minute, you decide to just go in super low. More than likely. You're going to tick the seller off. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> th- you might not get the house, which is the ultimate disappointment, or you start off on the wrong foot. And sometimes they're less likely to, to give negotiate. you yeah, a serious counteroffer if you've started out so low that they really don't take you seriously. Yeah. And if they don't take you seriously, mm-hmm. I mean,
0: right then and there, I mean, uh, they may come down <laughs> a thousand, but they're not coming down how much you really hope they would. Right. Right.
1: So. They don't feel like you're serious, so they're coming or offer just is equally as not serious. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and also too, sometimes it's not all about the money. Sometimes it's, gee, we will pay you, you know, real close to asking price, but we want everything from <laughs> the car in the garage to the dog in the backyard. Like, okay, <laughs> let's be real about what we're asking for. We're not in the business of selling furniture, antiques, pianos, you know, that, uh, lawnmower, garden tractor, like, we're selling house and if the house is the primary goal, then uh, keep it focused, keep it streamlined, try to make your most competitive offer that you also feel really comfortable with too.
0: I have told clients Mm -hmm. that if they want to ask for items in the house or if you want to sell items in your own house, let's wait to do that until after we've gone through the purchase agreement Man,
1: nobody wants to have a whole deal fall apart over a lawnmower
0: (laughs) or, or uh, a couch
1: in the living room. Yeah. I, I just, Let's deal with that after we have an accepted deal. Right. So, Oh, totally. (laughs) Uh, And let's say, okay, so let's say we got the offer together. We got the offer together and now it's inspection time. (laughs) How can we kill a deal during the inspection period, Tasha? Oh, for
0: asking for every single item (laughs) to be fixed. Right. We're we're not buying a brand new home. And even sometimes with brand new homes, I mean, there's going to be things found. Generally, the builder will fix the items found. Right. But if let's say there is a light bulb that needs to be replaced. As silly as it sounds, if you go from that to Mm -hmm.
1: every single item, like 30 items long, you're not buying a brand new house. I've been in a situation where we had like a 50 or 60 year old home, we had the home inspection and the buyer said, well, let's just give the entire report... To the seller and let them fix every yeah, single, single item and, <laughs> and I I mean I applaud their attempt at getting everything they've ever wanted that's great but um, it didn't it wasn't very well received by no. the seller. So. Generally home <laughs> inspections are there to take care of the big items right. the items
0: that need to be addressed you know if I've seen a furnace hasn't been serviced or you know maintained and since 2012 I'll say okay yeah. we, we should ask for the furnace to be serviced and repaired if any items are found.
1: Um, what are some items you've seen, Jamie? Um, that's obvious. Or actually, one of the most popular ones probably is, is the furnace. Yeah, <laughs> having that furnace serviced. Um, and then, just like you said, those major items. If if there just gets to be discovered a, a big leak, or you know, a, a out of order window or patio door, or something pretty significant that was unbeknownst to you before you were, you made the offer.
0: I actually deal did negotiate a stuff. deal just recently where there was like a $10,000 foundation issue. Oh, yeah. We were able to come to terms, but those yeah. are the items that you think of. Okay. Is right. this, how is this house? How is this house sitting? What are the major defects? Mm-hmm. Can, you know, if there's a major defect, that's what that home inspection is there for. Maybe not to say, have the carpets cleaned or the <laughs> oven clean. Yeah. I had that happen once. Oh. I had someone come back and asked to have the house cleaned <laughs> and the oven cleaned. And I said, this is not a defect to the home right too bad
1: (laughs) (laughs) well another thing um this is kind of going to sound funny but if you're the buyer and you're selling or even if you're the seller and you you've got a buyer you're under contract you're moving towards closing don't stalk the other party. <laughs> God, I know.
0: I mean, I tell people it's okay especially. to drive. Yes, you can I drive by the house. I've had people drive by the house every single day. Oh, okay, gosh. that's yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's, I'll tell it's you, actually, it's okay to drive by the house. It's yeah. a public road.
1: Right. But don't be
0: going and stalking the other party yes. on Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat. Oh man.
1: I'll, equally, don't stalk their agent. Don't stalk their children. Don't stalk them. It's- Give respect their privacy. um, And yeah, you'll be all the better for it. Yes. (laughs) Well, on the buy
0: side, you know, I tell people don't lie about your financial situation. You know, if, if you can't actually physically afford the home that's not going to work out well for anyone because we're going to, going to get into a deal and you know, if if you're sitting tight on those numbers and maybe mm-hmm. you haven't disclosed everything to your mortgage lender you should. Or your spouse.
1: Or your spouse. <laughs> oh, we, you have a, we have a story on that a in closing a is a rough time to find out about your spouse's yeah, uh, credit card, card debt. Credit card debt, or... child support. Yeah. Like,
0: oh, <laughs> you know, tens of thousands of dollars right. for and these we don't items. Care. Like,
1: we <laughs> don't care. As your realtors, life is life, but you Need to have those conversations with your mortgage lender and your significant other. I did have someone <laughs> tell borrowing. me a
0: story one time. I, I okay. can't remember who. I don't know sure. what it was, but there was a story I heard about a spouse owing child or child support, and the other spouse finding out about it at the closing table. Oh, oh that's I, tough. That's that's a tough that's finding a tough out about scenario. the support or the child
1: both. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I, I Wasn't me, but I, okay. I have heard about well, that. Well, let's move on. <laughs> that sounds like a really uncomfortable situation altogether. Right? Uh, <laughs> and But in the meantime, I'm talking about financing. Don't ruin your financing or change your financing substantially between when you Don't buy the new bought. car. Yeah, <laughs> or finance all the furniture for the new house that you haven't bought yet. You can't change your situation. Don't change your job without talking to your lender. Don't transfer a bunch of money without talking to your lender. Don't accept a big gift of funds from family or friends without, without talking, talking to your, to your lender. lender basically yeah. run everything financially through your lender yeah yeah <laughs> um another thing regarding financing if you have wrote an offer say you're a buyer and you wrote an offer and told your agent that you were gonna pay cash for this purchase you can't change it change to financing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for the most part That'd that kill is going to upset
1: the whole deal. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's just wealth. Right. There's I a mean, whole series of steps that need to happen when you're using lender financing versus, versus cash. cash. So um, trying to take this train and take it off those tracks and put it on an entirely different rail line. Will <laughs> blow the sucker up. <laughs> it sure will. It sure will. Um... How about if you're the seller? Like, you still have to maintain that property and deliver it to the buyer in essentially the same condition as it was on the day they wrote the offer, relatively speaking. Don't stop cleaning the property. Don't put holes in the wall. Don't forget to change a litter box. Yes. Don't stop (laughs) paying utility bills. Mow the lawn. (laughs) Keep mowing the lawn. Remove the snow when
0: we're in that horrible time of year. Take care of those items. Those that's expected of you
1: as a homeowner. You bet. You still have to do that. Um... And another thing that can sometimes derail a sale, and this this is sort of out of order, but a real unpleasant neighbor looking house, <laughs> or unpleasant looking neighbor's house. I have had what that. What can you do? To I it's the worst. Like what do I, you do? I have had that.
0: Ugh. I had a house that sat on the market way longer than it should have. Right. I adored and loved mm-hmm. my sellers, and then they turned into buyers. But I love them. They are the best. Yeah. But they had a. Just not a great neighbor. They did not have a great neighbor. And there is no hard, fast rule for how that neighbor's house is going to affect the house property. It's not like I could say, okay, because of that, we should reduce price by 5%. There is no hard, fast rule because there's Mm -mm. no taking control of that. So Mm -hmm. it's just trying to price and... If it doesn't work, keep lowering the price until Mm. the price will work for a potential buyer. It's tough. Yeah. I had a situation
1: once where I was working with some buyers and we went to see a house... The one time and there was a neighbor outside and he was kind of a real grump but we'll just leave it at that and then you know i talked to the listing agent about it and she said oh he must have been having a bad day well we went a second time um because these buyers really like this house and this neighbor came charging He's still out of, grump <laughs> yeah charging out of his house yelling and hollering and well to make a long story short there had been a feud between these two neighbors so it wasn't that the neighbor's house looked unpleasant it was that he really wanted to destroy this opportunity for his neighbor to sell his house. And, I mean, how sad is that? I would had have... no beef with the new people. I was like, dude, why, why are you ruining this sale if you don't like this guy? Why do not you want them to Help leave? them move. Yes. Help them move. <laughs> help Let's them do move. everything we can to help them
0: because <laughs> right. then you end up with new neighbors. Right. So I guess the but... moral
1: of the story there is make good with your neighbors.
0: Make good with your neighbors. Let exactly. them help you move. So next, I'm going to talk about a significant issue that I have faced in the past couple of okay, years. You know, what two years ago? <laughs> okay, um, you know, if if many times what we see is one spouse can be on the mortgage, um, sure, you know, only or one spouse is out looking because the other one looking. is out of town or not Correct. hasn't moved to the area yet. Yeah, yes, sure. but if there's only one spouse on the mortgage.
1: Don't mm-hmm. decide to purchase the house without your other spouse spouse being <gasps> no, involved. No, I had I had that happen. To I you. mean, there's the whole like like you know when Mama ain't happy thing. Yes, but it, there's still a conversation going on. And you're talking, about, the I'm no talking about I'm talking about I'm talking about both sides being on the sa- on the same page because oh, in this man. scenario,
0: <laughs> one spouse decided to purchase the house. You know, we had talked about what it would look like to sure. purchase the house. Okay, and then. I mean, I, I was sitting there going through the paperwork yeah. and the spouse told me, okay, I'm excited. You know, once we had sure. an accepted offer, let me tell, let me tell so-and-so that we got the house. I'm like, "Okay, I'd be happy to let you share the news. Yeah. I'm happy to do that. Right. Lo and behold, such spouse was not happy happy oh, no. not happy at all they were so mad and 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 it was that's one way to it. it was a nightmare, <laughs> it was a nightmare.
1: <laughs> and it totally killed the deal oh, we went gosh. to the home inspection and she was or he was. That
0: person, basically, that was it. It was done. It was, it was done. over. No more. No well, more. yeah. <laughs>
1: like I said, that would definitely kill a deal. I,
0: I felt <laughs> horrible, but there was nothing I could do. Yeah. No. How would you know? I, I, I was like, great. You know, we can move forward. No. No, no, no. We cannot move <laughs> forward. Oh, real
1: estate. Oh,
0: real estate <laughs> Right.
1: Uh, (laughs) Well, that's that's one way that somebody can be completely um, unreasonable. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Don't be unreasonable. That's another thing. Do not be unreasonable. Yeah. I mean, with your offer, with your expectations after the inspection, with your closing date, with what you're asking for, all of the above. I mean,
0: there's pros and cons to each of those options, and as realtors, we're here. You know, Jamie and I are here to kind of help you walk through mm-hmm. all of your options, the pros and cons to each of your options. Great. And so that way you can pass, you can decide what is the best way forward for yourself and your family. Yep. So exactly. Uh, the other, other thing I was going to mention, don't disappear.
1: Oh, oh yeah. do not disappear. No, there's a lot of steps after you find a home or after you get your home sold under contract. There's a lot more steps that have to happen until you close,
0: yes, so we need to be in constant communication, so just don't disappear. right, right. <laughs> and then the other thing i was I was going to say is once the appraisal happens, mm-hmm. you know if if different types of loans require different, different requirements to s- have different requirements yeah. and in, and if an appraiser comes through and they say certain items need to be taken care of. During you know it's for the buyer to be able to move forward and mm-hmm. purchase the home. Mm-hmm. If those things get flagged, work with your agent to be
1: able to fix those yes. items because and do if, so in a timely manner. Cause because appraisals have to come back,
0: they Appraisers
1: have to, have to come back and verify. That's just it. You can't just like yeah I'll do it. <laughs>
0: no, no it it's actually has done. to be re-inspected to be, be done sometimes
1: you have to turn in receipts depending on what it is so yes yeah and those deadlines they move so fast all of a sudden it's the week before closing and you haven't put on that handrail or fixed that leak and, or, and it's, you you're know, scrambling painted around
0: the door frame yeah. because it's got chip paint yeah so yep. there are certain things that need to be followed and your agent will be there we will yes. be there to help you through the process yes. so
1: totally well I think, that's at the, uh, ultimately right it's just about being realistic correct really at the end of the day just be realistic and stay in communication and don't do anything drastic <laughs> correct <laughs> there we go we fixed all the problems
0: <laughs> well thank you for listening to our episode on how uh to not kill a deal yeah
1: Thank you for listening. Replay or hear more episodes at RealtormomsPodcast.com and follow us on Instagram with hashtag RealtormomsPodcast.
0: This podcast is produced by Jamie R. Swenson and Tasha Barrett of Park Company Realtors, 28 North 10th Street, Fargo, North Dakota, 58102.